What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Marketing Nomad Show. It's your favorite marketer and podcast host. My name is Prit. I am the author of Zero to Four Figures, a marketing strategy consultant, and a digital entrepreneur. A few of the roles that I do take on, I'm a podcaster, YouTuber, Etsy shop owner, and Skillshare teacher as well. All of the links are in the description box below if you would like to check it out. On this podcast, I shuffle between giving solo podcast episodes and bringing in experts on various marketing business and mindset strategies to help you grow the business you love. In today's solo episode, we are going to be talking about three tips that I have for you to save the sale refund request edition. So first off, let's kind of dig into what I mean by the title. So for example, you've gotten a request for a refund, okay? Many of the times, we don't realize that there is actually an opportunity over there to save the sale, okay? It may happen, it may not happen, but it doesn't hurt to try, does it, right? So in this episode, I'm going to go over three tips that I do have for you on how you could possibly save the sale or even save the relationship with your customer, all right? So let's get into today's episode. Now, the first one is find out the real reason, okay? Ask them, take the time, reach out to them, ask them, well, if you don't mind me asking, how or why are you asking for a refund? Of course, you're gonna frame it a lot nicer than that. So if I have to you know, reach out to them trying to find out the problem, I would say, I would be happy to process this for you, but just as a way to understand your situation, can I know the reason behind the refund request? Okay, so this is usually a nice way to put it. Of course, you can add in your brand tone, your brand personality, that works as well. Now, what this essentially does is one, you're letting them know that yes, I do agree for the refund request, but I just wanna understand where you are coming from and what is the problem that you are finding. And now let me explain why this is so important for you to understand what the problem is. Because sometimes the problem can actually be solved by you and you can save the sale. In my case, there was an Etsy product. Of course, I do have to mention that on my Etsy shop, since they're all digital products, I do not offer refunds, but I did get a refund request once and while I told her that I re I'm really sorry, it's company policy, I can't do the refund, but I would really like to know if there is some way that I can help you out so that maybe the product applies better for your, you and your business. And so when I asked them that question, I realized they didn't understand how to use the product for their business, which is why they asked for a refund. And so I took the time to actually let them know, okay, well, this is how you can use the product. You can use these ideas, create them into this way. And I actually spent a good amount of time letting them know how they could convert the ideas in my digital product into reality. And then they were so much more considerably happy with their purchase. I could not offer a refund request because that's just my company policy. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but I did take the time to understand what the problem was and I solved that problem. Now, if I had not done that, okay, if I had just let them know, oh, well, you know, before you bought the product, the company policy is written on my page saying I can't, I don't offer refunds, then I, you know, I just let them know that 
that would have been the end of the conversation. The customer may or may not have been happy with the customer service. The customer would have just gone away feeling dejected about the whole experience. They would have thought that they wasted a good, you know, money on the purchase and basically it would have left a very bitter taste in their mouth. Now, by just asking that simple question, even though I did not offer any refund as a company policy, it made the situation so much more positive in my customer's mind. So it's really, really important, especially when you are in this phase of a refund request, okay? Because it's pretty clear at this point that your customer is not happy with the product or service, okay? There's something just off about it. It doesn't align with what their expectations was, right? And that's why they are asking for a refund. So when they are in that state of mind, it's crucial that you are calm and you are patient because if both of you react, uh, it's gonna be a mess, right? They're already in a state of mind where they're not happy with where they are. And if you kind of show your emotions and you get reactive, then it's just going to crumble. That entire relationship is going to crumble. So in such a situation, I would highly recommend staying calm, okay? Staying calm and just understand what the problem is. See if you can figure it out, okay? That's super, super essential. So now let's come to the second point that I do have for you and that is don't take it personally. I know that especially when you've created the product with so much love and so much effort and so much time, it's natural for us as business owners to feel emotionally invested in the product and so when someone comes along and they say well i don't want this product can i have a refund it's natural for you to feel bad about it you know it can be pretty bumming but at this point in time you have to understand that it's not something you should take personally okay try to emotionally detach from the situation understand where they are coming from the minute you emotionally detach from the situation here's what happens you start automatically looking for a way to make this a mutually beneficial relationship. So you try to ask them if there's any alternative. Maybe they didn't like this product. Maybe they were actually looking for another product in your entire business. You know, try to understand where they're coming from. And I also do want to point out that not every person who buys your product is a good fit for your business. Sometimes mistakes can happen. Sometimes they're just not aligned with your business. Sometimes they're just not aligned with your product and service. That is not a testament of your product or service or your business as well. Unless of course you get a huge number of refund requests and then probably you've got to take a second to see if your product's actually good or not, okay? But if it's just one off, like one off refund request, I want to let you know that it happens. It's a very natural part of the business process. It's okay. Sometimes, you know, the person who buys it, maybe they had a different vision of what they wanted and then your business came in with the product or the service and then they bought it and then they realized it just didn't align with them. But in those situations, if you want to save the sale, always ask if there are any alternatives or if they're just looking for an improvement. Maybe they're looking for an add-on instead of just actually just removing the whole product itself, okay? So try to understand where they're coming from. Try to offer improvements. Try to offer alternatives. Try to make it a mutually beneficial situation where they're happy as well and you're happy as well, okay? The third thing 
is you know keep the entire experience easy don't make it difficult for them okay i know that there are oh my god so many different businesses that i have been a customer and i wanted a refund and it was just so messy so messy it's like they purposely made that entire experience so difficult for me to request a refund and by the end of the experience not only did i not like the product i absolutely had a very strong dislike for the company as well it was just such a negative experience and i never wanted to have anything to do with that company so as much as possible keep the experience easy okay if they want a request like i said do your due diligence and all of those things try to see if you can upsell or downsell most likely downsell at this point or if they're looking for an alternative like i mentioned in point two but keep the entire process easy and breezy for them. Don't ruin that experience because like I said, they're already in that mindset where they're unhappy, right? If they're asking for a refund request, it's most likely that they're not happy about something related to your product, your service, or even your business for that matter. You do not want to make things worse at this point. You want to keep that relationship going even after the refund because you never know they could come back to you a few months later maybe the product is not a good fit right now maybe the product or the service is a good fit six months down the line so as much as possible you want to keep that relationship going you don't want to burn any bridges at this point and keeping your experience difficult can actually burn bridges i mean i have there have been a few companies that i've sworn off of because that entire experience was just so hard for me to navigate, okay? And keeping the experience easy, let's talk a little bit more about your refund policy. I believe every single business, whether you have a product or a service, you really need to have a refund policy out there, okay? This is absolutely vital. You need to keep it in a place that people can see. Don't put it in some small corner of the world, of the internet, where people will never find, no. Keep it bold, keep it out there for people to see before they make the purchase. And there are two things that happen because of this. One, when people know that yes, there is a possibility for me to return this, you're essentially telling them that it's okay if you don't like the product, just give it a try, okay? And that really makes them feel a lot more secure about testing, especially if your business is something that they've never worked with before or they've never tried a product of your business before. So that can really give them that emotional push, I guess I would say, that comfort to test out your product or service. So that's one way. The second way is if you are super, super clear about your refund policy before they purchase, okay? that gives you some sort of standing ground when they request for a refund that goes against your refund policy later on like for example for my etsy digital shop i have the refund request written every single place guys it's everywhere they will find it <laughs> whatever even if they don't see the product they will see my refund request policy and the reason why i've made it that clear is because i want to have some ground to stand on if i get a refund request and i have gotten refund requests i think i've gotten about three in the last two years if i'm not wrong and none of them you know i i told them i did mention that according to my refund policy which is mentioned on every single product as well as my main page for my etsy shop i cannot afford i, I cannot do this but 
can I offer you an alternate solution or can I find out what the problem is so that maybe I can help you out in some way or shape or form and yeah that's actually happened you know and I think it's also important to understand that the other person may have their own experiences or their own thought process and you've got to validate that you've got to understand that you've got to say okay I understand where you're coming from I was I tell you one thing okay about making this entire experience positive and easy and whatnot so according to my refund policy on my page right there is no refund you can't get it but for my marketing consultancy services there is a full refund if you cancel within 24 hours there's actually an airplane going above i don't know if you guys can hear it but i'm just going to continue talking it's kind of a nice sound i like it personally and <laughs> yeah okay so what was i talking about yes my marketing consultancy firm okay my marketing consultancy services i do have a refund policy if you cancel within the first 24 hours then you get the complete refund and then if you do it one week before there's something of that sort where you get 50 percent then 10 percent then um something of that sort so i make sure that it's crystal clear and i make sure it's on the page so that before they click okay buy now or i want to move forward with this service they know what they're getting into that makes it easier on my end when i have to reject a refund or when i have to accept a refund it just makes everything so much more clear and simple and the more clarity you have as a business owner and as a you know person selling your product or service the easier the experience is going to be on their end so there's an actual connection over there so the more clarity you have the better it is for your business the better experience it is for them better experience for them better relationship building okay so that is one more thing i guess in my notes i've actually kind of written fast and quick response yes you don't want to make sure that i mean you don't want to take forever to reply i have seen that again it really ticks the other person off really i i think that refund request your customers already in the mindset that they're not happy about you so as much as possible you want to save or you want to raise their expectations of you as a business you want to make them feel better about that entire situation so i would say you've got to get on it okay and yeah another thing is make sure that you're getting feedback even if people are not requesting refunds it's important for you to get feedback from your customers have an email that is sent out maybe after a week or two depending on your product of course like some products you need at least like three months of using it to be able to give a good feedback so depending on your product or your service give it an appropriate amount of time make it an automated email and then just send it to them okay ask for their feedback ask them for their thoughts ask them if there's something that they're looking for or something that you could have improved and all of those things okay so that brings me to the end of this podcast episode if you liked this episode do leave me a review it really helps my podcast as well and it helps me help more business owners and entrepreneurs with their journey of course if you'd like to check out my book zero to four figures i'm going to put the link in the description box below or you could just go to your nearest amazon marketplace and search for zero to four figures it is available in three formats 
ebook paperback and hardcover my book is basically a compilation of 61 stories and lessons that have contributed to my entrepreneurial journey and uh, it's got chapters like self-love relationships positive mindset growth mindset success mindset money mindset what else business strategy and marketing as well okay Thank you so much for listening all the way up until here. Do catch me on my other platforms. I'm there on Instagram at The Marketing Nomad. I'm there on LinkedIn, Prithvi Madhukar. Well, podcast, you're here. YouTube, The Marketing Nomad channel. And I also have a separate channel for my podcast. So that's The Marketing Nomad Show podcast YouTube channel. Yeah, that was a little complicated, was it? On Etsy, I'm there as The Marketing Nomad CO, CO for company. And then on Skillshare, I'm there as Prithvi Madhukar, which is my full name. Yes, I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying healthy. I will catch you in my next episode. Bye-bye.